0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you are new here, or welcome. Today we are getting into a little slumber party theme. Mostly I say that so I can justify wearing my pajamas in this episode, but just imagine we're going to have a little slumber party together right now. We're going to be in our pajamas. I'm going to put a little blanket over myself so it really feels like we're just like chatting at a slumber party. Okay, I hope you're also prepared with your little blanket PJs and you're ready for this slumber party themed episode. Hope you're doing well. As I said, my name is May. in case you are new here welcome to my podcast today we are going to be talking about things i have learned since living alone because i did do an episode like this as soon as i moved out like basically a month after and now it's been pretty much six months almost i think halfway through my lease and i will do another one just because i feel like things change my perspectives have changed and stuff like that but before we get into all of that we're gonna do a little check-in of course Today, we're going to start with the rosebud and thorn, as we always do. My, I'm going to talk about this all in more detail after, just by the way, because my rosebud and thorn have to do with my week, but I have more things to say. So my rose is that I went snowboarding yesterday. It was so much fun, and I just had a really good time, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Also my other rose is I don't have to work today and this is my first Sunday in a while that I haven't had to work. I usually work for like only one hour on Sundays, which is not a lot, but the fact that you have to like go into work and get ready and think about it does put like a toll on your brain. But today my Sunday is completely clear. It's also the long weekend, so that means no work tomorrow too. So having all this time off just makes me feel really relaxed and good. My bud, I'm looking forward to, what am I looking forward to? Okay, this is kind of weird. Not weird, but just like far away. But I am looking forward to my 23rd birthday. I'm turning 23 this year in April. My birthday is April 2nd. And that is just crazy to me. Oh my God, there's a fly in my apartment. God dang it, not again. Ah. Anyways. Today, I mean, I'm turning 23 this year, and I've been starting to think about what I want to do for my birthday. Like, February is usually the time that I'll start to think about it, and I was like, oh, should I host people at my place? That, honestly, is always fun. Uh, I might do something a little bit bigger, but my apartment is, like, not that big, which is the thing. I would love to do, like, a little... I don't even know. Like, we could do a movie night, because I have my projector now, or... I don't know. I'll think about it and I'll update you, but I'm definitely already thinking about what I want to do for my birthday this year. And 23 is not huge. It's like not monumental like 21 or 22, but I still feel like it's fun to celebrate. And this is my first year moving out and it's my birthday. So obviously that's really fun. Then my thorn, my thorn is that this week I have not had good sleep at all. It's actually all my fault. So we'll think about we'll talk about that in a sec, and I have like a conclusion to that story. Anyways, today we are starting with our affirmation of the day. I actually haven't even pulled my own affirmation of today, so I will be doing the affirmation with you for real this week. I want to share one of the affirmations that honestly was like the cutest thing ever for me. It was like this is my favorite affirmation ever. It's this one. I pulled it on Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. It says, be so luminous that everyone is attracted to your light. I just thought that was such a beautiful affirmation and just a reminder that, I mean, for me at least, I, I always try to remember like, oh, I'm I'm kind of like an acts of service person. I am a very big acts of service person. And for me, how I show my love is acts of service and also how I want to receive love is acts of service. So I think like remembering that, you know, other people are affected by your energy and your output into the world is super, super important. Anyways, let's pull an affirmation. I'm going to close my eyes and grab a random one from the deck. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Today's affirmation is drive the change you want to see. That is very cute and a very good reminder. What do I want to change? Um, what do I want to see and what do I want to change? Hmm, that's a really big question. I mean, for the longest time, and I think everyone thinks this as well, is obviously I want to drive change for people who may not be able to afford things like basic necessities. I would love in the future if I could work in an opportunity that provides education for children who may not be able to access the best form of education whether it because they can't go to school they can't afford going to school or stuff like that. Like I would love to I don't even know create a charity like I'm dreaming big here. Create a charity where children can like I can raise money for children to go to school. I don't even know. And we're going to dream about that. And we're going to drive the change that I want to see. Smaller things that I want to see in my personal life. um, What do I want to change? Honestly, I was going to say recently, I have been really happy. I've been really happy with how life has been and stuff like that work hasn't been super busy where i feel like i'm drowning every single day and i've just been reading a lot too oh my gosh i was was gonna do a book update i will do a book update afterwards but i've been reading a lot and just not super stressed out which is really nice i was just actually watching one of my old tiktok vlogs today and in that vlog i was showing like me working and stuff and i saw that i came back to 238 emails before which is wild to think about because in the last few weeks, my emails have been probably less than 100 every single weekend coming back. Uh, Yeah, I think right now we're just kind of in an off season as well. So that's obviously I'm going to take full advantage of it. But um, yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, that is the affirmation of the day. Let's get into my little week review, as I always do. I feel like every week is just so exciting nowadays. First off, I am going to share the message that sleep is so important. And this is kind of my thorn of the week. So this week I did not sleep as much as I should have. And all the times, all the instances were my own fault. So I completely take the blame. I'm not going to blame anyone else. So usually week to week, I'm already not struggling, but just like getting the bare minimum amount of sleep that I need. I'll probably get around like seven and a half hours of sleep every single day because I wake up at five. And so, you know, by the time the weekend hits, I'm usually pretty tired and I sleep in hella on Saturday and Sunday. But this week, first off, what happened is every Tuesday, my boyfriend and I will hang out after work and we'll do just dinner together and do some cuddles, you know how it is. And this week on Tuesday... We ended a little bit late. I can't remember why. But when I got home, it was like 10 something and then I showered and all that. And it was like 1030 by the time I got to bed. I should have just turned my lights out and just went to sleep right then and there. But no, I had to read a little bit of my book, watch a little bit of TikTok. And I ended up sleeping at 11 and I woke up at six the next day because I had to go to work. So I only got like less than seven hours of sleep, which was real bad for me. So there's that night. And then also, I don't know if anyone else has this, but when I get my period, one of the symptoms that I get is like this very specific type of headache, which it's like not pounding, but it just kind of hurts in one area of my brain. And I just had that combined with lack of sleep headaches the entire week. Also yesterday when we went snowboarding, obviously I was really excited to sleep in on the weekends, but because we were going snowboarding, I had to wake up early on a Saturday. And so my head was a little bit hurting yesterday as well because I just wasn't sleeping that well. So I just hadn't got a lot of sleep this week compared to other weeks. So last night, I went to bed at 9 p.m. because I was trying to read my book and my eyes were closing already in bed. And so I hit the lights and I just went to bed. I woke up, or I should say, I slept at 9 p.m. Like I turned my lights out before 9 p.m., I remember. I woke up at 8.30 this morning. Oh my gosh, 11 and a half hours of sleep. And I feel a lot better, but also the quality was like 94%. Let me check. I have, I wear my Apple watch when I sleep so that I can track. So I slept for 11 hours and 20 minutes from 9.03 PM to 8.24 AM. And the quality of sleep was 94%. Holy moly. That is crazy. Um, Yeah, but I was definitely super tired this week, so that makes sense. So yeah, sleep is just very important. I'm just reminding you all, as I've had a very sleepless week, and uh, now I'm well-rested, and tomorrow's a long weekend, so I get to sleep even more, which I'm very excited about. Okay, next up in my week review is it was obviously Valentine's Day last week and I made a whole Valentine's Day themed episode. I got so surprised by my v- boyfriend on Valentine's Day. So last Saturday we were walking around in a little neighborhood or like in a, on a street and we passed by this store and I saw this cute pajama set and it had hedgehogs on it. It's this pajama set by the way that you're seeing me wear right now. So I saw this pajama set in the store window and I was like that is the cutest thing ever it is literally so me actually my boyfriend pointed it out to me first he was like oh my god that's such a cute pajama set I was like oh that is the perfect pajama set ever and I went into the store and I was like oh I'm ready to buy it It Turns out it's $164 so I was like um maybe not so I left the store and I was like okay no I'm not gonna get it it's $164 it's so cute but I'm not gonna get it then on Valentine's Day that's Tuesday, so my boyfriend and I already have our regular cuddle day. We came home, ate some dinner, and then my boyfriend surprised me with a little gift. And I opened it, and it was this pajama set, which is crazy. I was so shocked. It's so cute. I've been wearing it all week. And I'm just so happy and thankful and grateful for that. So, yeah. Just wanted to share that. Otherwise, my Valentine's was pretty simple. We got, what did we eat? We ate food Pho. Yeah, I think we ordered pho. We got some chicken nuggets and then we just had dinner. And that's that. It was very, very chill. And last but not least, snowboarding yesterday. I realized I'm such a chicken when I'm snowboarding. Because I don't go very fast. Everyone's already passing me on the mountain. But I still break so hard because I don't want to go too fast. Anyways, yesterday we went up to Cyprus, which is basically one of the mountains in metro Vancouver area. This is, Cyprus is the only one I've gone to. I've never gone to Grouse or Seymour. And I've never gone because people always say Cyprus is the best, so there's no point. But I don't know. Maybe I want to try one next time. Not sure how I feel. I'm also just like so comfortable with Cyprus now. Like I know how to get there. I know like all the different routes and stuff that it's like really fun. Anyways, we went up to Cyprus. This time was a little bit different. It was just me and my boyfriend this time. And it was different because there was a new lift that was open. Uh I had gone this was my fourth time going yesterday this season, which is the most I've ever gone any year. And I still have one more lift ticket, so five times. Anyways, uh there was a new lift that was open. It was it's not new, it just hasn't been open ever since I gone. Um, it's called the Raven Raven Quad or something like that. And uh, That was a new lift, and my boyfriend and I spent the whole morning on that side of the mountain. And basically, there's like a couple things that happened yesterday. So off of the Raven Quad, there is a black route. And so we took that black route, and then basically a whole bunch of people were like ducking the fence and going to this other black and you could see them as you were going up the Raven Quad. And so my boyfriend and I were like, oh my god, that looks so fun. Let's try it. And I was like, um, it's a black. I don't know. I kind of die on blacks. But we did it. We ducked under the rope. This is not my advice to do this, by the way, because I can't understand why it was blocked off. Uh, we went under the rope and then it was to this black route and it literally took us I think 30 minutes to get down because it was so steep and we had no idea what we were doing I'm I would say I'm like decent at snowboarding now uh this season I've definitely improved a lot so going down greens I'm very very comfortable blues depending on how steep it is I'm okay but blacks I'm still like pretty freaked out by So going down these blacks was so scary. Anyways, we took this black down. It took us 30 minutes to get down. And we were like, um, not again, please. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was my boyfriend at the middle of the day wanted to switch his boots out because he, he does rentals. And so we were up at the top of the mountain, up at the top of the second lift. And we were like, okay, we need to make it like all the way back down to the chalet. And I was following him. And then I was like, I saw him, I was like, he's going down the wrong way. Like he went down right when going down left is actually the way down. And I knew that going down left was the way down and right was not. But I saw him go right, so I was like, okay, I'll just follow him and we'll just go back up the lift again, I guess. And then I kept going down the right side and I was going down, going down, going down. And I was like, I didn't see my boyfriend. And I was like, what? Where is he? And I kept stopping and I was like, where'd he go? And then I I realized as I was halfway down the right side that he probably went left and I just saw a different person go down the right side and so now I was like crap like now I'm by myself like I don't know what to do and also there's no way down I have to go back up again before I can go down so I had to go down the blue again and then take the raven quad back up and then I took the green down and I was just like a little freaked out I know there were a lot of people around but just I don't know for me being by myself on the mountain like that was just kind of freaky where I was like oh no, I'm kind of scared. But genuinely, there was nothing I should have been worried about because there were so many people up on the mountain that day. But, you know, you're just still kind of freaked out. That was like the first time I've ever been by myself on the mountain, I think ever. So it's just a little bit freaky. Anyways that was that as well but it ended up being such a nice day it became a bluebird day I don't know I I just learned that that's like an actual term a bluebird day where basically the skies are blue and I'm so grateful for, for that because last time I went and this time ended up being clear skies and at Cyprus if you go up the Lions wait is it the Lions yeah if you go up the Lions quad Lions Express up to the sky chair and it's clear like that section of the mountain is hands down the most beautiful section ever and so on in the afternoon after lunch we were just on the lions express side just going up the sky chair and coming back down and stuff like that it was so beautiful like i honestly for me as long as it's sunny any day of snowboarding is worth it also i forgot to mention there was so much powder it had just snowed like so much the night before. As we were actually driving up the mountain, we noticed that like halfway up, there was already snow on the ground. And that was different from any other time we'd gone in the season. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so good. Because usually when you drive up, there's not snow until you get to like the base of the ski part. But this time when we went up, there was snow pretty much halfway up the mountain. We were like, oh my God, that's so so It was super powdery. It was super fun. And uh, I did I did full send a little bit, but not a ton because sometimes I'm a little bit of a chicken. But um, yeah, that was my snowboarding day. I have one more season. I have one more lift ticket pass on my card. So I'll go one more time this season. And I'm very excited. And it was super, super fun. Anyways, let's get into the things that I've learned since living alone. Okay, before we get into the lessons, I just remembered I wanted to do a book update as well in this podcast. So let's do that real quick first. I have finished two books this week, which is pretty fast for me. First up, I read Crazy Rich Asians. This is by Kevin Kwan. Obviously an iconic book. I can't believe I haven't read it until now. It was so good. I loved the story and I'm going to watch the movie for sure. Maybe even tonight because my projector is ready to be set up and I'm so excited to watch it. I just loved the story. I loved also like the details and nuances of the Asian experience like this. Obviously, I'm not Singaporean or from Hong Kong, so this experience wasn't exactly something I could relate to. Also, I'm not crazy rich, so that's also for sure not my experience, but it was great to see that... The details of these cultures were so represented in this book and also that it's a huge movie. Very excited to watch it. Love the story. I think there's a sequel as well, so I'll definitely look into borrowing that from the library too, but I really enjoyed it. I'd definitely rate it like a 4.5 out of 5. That's how much I liked it for sure. And then the second book that I read this week, also the reason why I slept so late the night before I went snowboarding, is Heartbones by Colleen Hoover. And Colleen Hoover books for me nowadays are like a hit or a miss. I don't love her. I don't hate her. I know she's been in some drama recently, but I just enjoy trying out these books because I like to see if I'll like it or not. And Heartbones was definitely one that I really enjoyed. I think it was very classic, clean hoovery, where it's like a love story, and then there's a twist at the end. I really enjoyed it. I did not expect the twist. Thought it was a great book. I rated it a 4 out of 5 on my TikTok, and um, yeah, I really liked it. It was also just very, like, it was like a love story, but... The fact that the characters were so interesting made the book a little more interesting as well, which is really nice. It like, wasn't just like a classic love story. You got to really learn about the characters and also see their growth throughout the novel, which I really enjoyed. And, um... That's all I have to say. Now, currently I am reading red, white, and royal blue, which has obviously blown up on TikTok before. I've never read it when it was popular on TikTok, but I saw it in the library and I decided to borrow it because since everyone loves it, I had genuinely no idea what it's about and I'm on chapter three, so can't say much about it, but I think I will like it. I see it being like an LGBTQ plus romance. Don't know if that's true, but that's what I'm foreshadowing but we'll see what happens. And I'll update you next week if I hopefully finish it by the next week, I think so. I've been really into reading again, which is really good because I borrow so many books from the library that I need to pressure myself into reading whenever I can and not going on TikTok anymore. So that is my current reading status. I have like 10 more books to read in my on my shelf in my room. So we'll get to that when we do. Anyways, that's my book update. I will. Now we can get into what I have learned since living alone. First off, I just want to say that living alone and moving out of home has probably been the best thing that I could have done for myself. I I didn't even have to move far. I still live like five minutes from my mom's house, so it's not like I moved to a totally different city or state or country. I I think for me at least, This was the perfect move out for me where I'm just a little bit further away from home, get my own independence and just get to move out and live alone. Anyways, so yeah, living alone has been the best experience for me. I love it. I really enjoy it. And, um... It's been the best thing. That's what I want to preface this with. It definitely can be hard at times, but I think all in all, it's super worth it. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, but it's so expensive. Like, I'd rather just save my money to buy a property. But the thing is that like, at least how I see it now is renting. You don't technically own the property and yes, you have to pay for it every month. But there's also a lot of benefits that come with renting that owning can... Like definitely put a, I don't know how to say it, but let's say for example, something like today, I just thought my dryer wasn't working. And as a homeowner, I would have to figure that out myself, call the person, probably put in money to, you know, get the dryer replaced or get a new dryer, get it fixed or whatever. But as a renter, you just call up your landlord and the landlord will do everything for you. The landlord is responsible for everything my boyfriend actually told me if a light bulb goes out in your apartment your landlord could actually you could call your landlord to come and replace it for you which obviously seems pretty like rude if your light bulb is just like those screw out and um replace ones like obviously i could do that myself but actually now that i look at the lights that i have in my apartment these are not lights that i could replace on my own i have no idea how those lights work they're like little discs and you can't even see where it screws into the wall so that would be something i'd have to call my landlord to replace for me because i don't know how to replace it so renting definitely has its perks also like you're not tied down to a place right and also just renting is so much has so much of a lower barrier to entry to buy a house you need to have a good credit score you need to have savings you need to have all this which obviously people don't have a lot of people don't have and renting is just a little more accessible So for now, I think renting is the way. Obviously, I see perks of owning a place, but I also see perks of renting and me being so young and not knowing what I'm doing with my future. I can't settle in an apartment quite yet and buy it for sure. We'll see how it goes. So I don't know. That was a long winded explanation of saying I enjoy renting. I see the perks of it and I will probably continue renting if I choose to live alone for another year after my lease is up. I don't know about my plan yet, so we'll see. Anyways, let's get into what I have learned since living alone. Holy moly, this is like a long-winded explanation. First off, these are also all gonna seem like super simple, but it doesn't really hit you until you're living alone that these things apply. First off is you are in charge of yourself. Duh, no, everyone knows that. But when you're living alone, like it truly shocks me how much freedom i have especially going from living with my parents being in school having such a strict timeline of things to now i live alone i do have a full-time job that i commit to but otherwise like everything is up to me which is a little bit crazy so some examples that i thought of were fitness you're in charge of yourself if you you get to decide when you want to go and work out what workouts you want to do um whether you work out or not in general like those are so many things that people choose to do or not do for me i have committed to going to the gym I have been a little lazy the last few weeks I've only gone three times but three times is actually already really good three times a week in the mornings and then when I can I'll sign up for a fitness class I did one on Friday and I'm doing one on tomorrow which is why I've thought about quitting my gym because it's kind of expensive for what I'm paying for now but the fact that I can just flexibly sign up for classes whenever I want does still make it quite worth it for me, even if I can't go to fitness classes every single day like I used to. So I still find it worth it. I love exercising and being fit and working out, so that's what works for me. But when you're living alone, you could choose to just go on walks around your neighborhood instead. You could go to an apartment gym. That's one thing I was thinking about this morning too is I hope when I move next that I move into a condo with a condo gym, that would be a little bit better for me because then going to the gym is not as hard but then I don't get to do classes like I do now. So there's like pros and cons to everything. Anyways, you could, yeah, go to your condo gym for a workout. You could stay in your apartment, do a YouTube video. That is always an option nowadays, especially after the pandemic. But all in all to say that fitness is totally in your hands. It's kind of your responsibility, but also your right to, if that makes sense, right? Like, you can choose if you want to go or not but obviously you are responsible for making sure that your body is healthy and stuff like that. Next thing that you are in charge of yourself for is food and this one I have had lots of fun with in the last few months in a good way. Like I've actually cooked a lot and way more than I thought I would have and also expanded what I can cook. On Friday night I was home alone <laughs> as I am and I decided to make mac and cheese. When I went to the grocery store, I was like, I'm going to buy the ingredients to prepare mac and cheese. Like not the Kraft dinner mac and cheese, but like the roux cheese sauce baked in the oven mac and cheese because I can. And I roasted Brussels sprouts because I can. And I'm going to make a curry tonight because I can. Like there are all these things that reminds me, I should actually defrost my beef. I'll do that when I pause my next recording. But it's just so empowering to be able to control what you eat and what input, what you put in your body. And yes, you could do that when you were living at home with your parents, for example. But for me, at least, like that wasn't really an option for me. Like I wasn't really taught how to and I wasn't it didn't seem like I was given the choice. As I was growing up and in my last few years of university, I started making my own lunches and stuff, which gave me a little bit more control over what I wanted to eat. But it wasn't until I moved out fully that I kind of was like, oh shoot, like I got to be responsible for what I eat now and what I choose to eat. And I actually, I know some people might find it stressful, but I find it really fun to be able to pick out the different food groups that I eat you know I'd be like what's my vegetable of the day what's my protein of the day or the meal what's my dairy of the meal stuff like that like I think it's just it's a lot of fun actually and being able to try out new vegetables and stuff like that I've also really enjoyed so Yeah, I would say the one thing, though, is when you're living alone, you live with a lot of leftovers a lot of times and also the pressure to have to finish your produce before it goes bad. Pretty much every week, I sacrifice at least like one or two strawberries that go moldy before I can finish it. And that's just the way it is. It's okay. You're also, when you're living alone, in charge of your own schedule, I mean depending on if you're working or not. If you're working, obviously, sometimes you're not in charge of your schedule then, but on the weekends and during your free time, you're completely in charge of your schedule. Like today, I decided to go for a walk and I didn't have to feel constrained by time. Like I kind of had a general timeline of, oh, I want to walk for like an hour or so, but that's totally fine. I ended up coming back after an hour and a half. And that's totally fine. I think it's just so nice to not feel stressed out about time and like other people's dime. And just having your own schedule is so nice. Also, not just on the days that you're free, but also on the days that you have work and stuff. I have been watching this girl on TikTok. She's been blowing up a lot. Her name is Tay Crumbs. her username. And she wakes up at 3.30 in the mornings for her before her job And that's just something you can decide to do if you're living alone or not. For me, 3.30 is way too early, but 5 a.m. is what works for me. And that's what I like to do with my schedule. But you have total autonomy over your schedule when you're living alone. You could wake up right before you have to go to work. Like if you have to leave at 8, wake up at 7.55 if you want. I don't know. That's something you have control over. And something you can decide for yourself when you're living alone. But when you're living maybe with roommates or with your family, that's not always something you get to decide because other people might wake up and then they might wake you up and then all this kind of stuff. You know, at least for me, when I was living at home, when my brother and I would sleep in, my grandma would just come in to our rooms and be like, don't sleep in. It's bad for you. And then we'd have to wake up. So that's not really something I deal with anymore. Now that I live alone, I can wake up when I please. That's just it. It's obviously like I'm talking about all the good parts, but there's also you could fully abuse this and never get up and stay in bed all the time and stuff like that. So that's why living alone, there's like two sides to the story. It's really nice that you have all this freedom, but I think you also have to be a certain type of person And in a certain stage of life to be able to take full advantage of it. Like if I was still in a stage where I remember in my preteen days when I would just wake up and then I'd go on my phone until like 11 a.m. This is like during spring break and stuff at school. If I did that while I was living alone now, I would not have as good of a time. But because now I can accept the responsibilities and act upon them and make sure I fulfill the things that I need to do, then I feel like living alone is a much better experience. So, yeah. The last thing I want to say about you're in charge of yourself is you're in charge of also making full use of your time and achieving the goals that you want to achieve. Because now that you're alone, there's no one else that's pushing you towards your goals. Like when I was at home, my mom would always be like, oh, did you do your schoolwork? Oh, do you have any assignments you're studying for midterm stuff like that? Like she would keep on tabs with what I'm up to. But now that I'm living alone, she doesn't really know what's going on in my life and what I want to achieve and the stuff like that. So I have to be the one that pushes myself towards those things and motivates myself to act upon those things, you know? I can't wait for someone else to do it to to push me towards them now because they're not going to be here. Like, I'm living alone. I'm by myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next thing that I've learned since living alone is you have to get used to being alone and having quiet and silence. This is kind of a no brainer because obviously you're the only person in your house and you're the only person that's there. So it's not like you can talk to people whenever you want. You can talk to yourself. That's sometimes what I do. But you don't have that social stimulation like you do when you're living with other people. One thing I've noticed is you will think so much. If you're anything like me, I think a lot sometimes there are days when my brain is like completely off and I'll go in autopilot for the entire day but there are other days where my brain is just thinking so much all the time that it just can't stop and you just kind of have to get used to that you kind of have to know how to rein in your thoughts how to pause them if you need it's just you have to definitely get used to it one thing I'm very grateful for that I did when I moved out was I did not get Wi Fi, which I'm really happy about because I wasn't used to just playing YouTube videos all the time. I should say, before, when I lived with my family and I was home alone, I would just play YouTube videos all the time. I wouldn't watch them, like they'd just be on. And I'm really glad that I didn't get Wi-Fi when I moved out because I would have definitely done that and gotten to the habit of just having YouTube on all the time. And that would have been so bad for me. I think I really enjoy this silence. Recently, I've been playing a lot of podcasts, but I think that's a lot better than just watching YouTube all the time. At least that's what I tell myself. Podcasts are definitely like a little more educational, a little more philosophical, and at least the types that I listen to. So I find, you know, when I'm cooking and Sometimes when I'm eating dinner, I'll play a podcast, but other times I'll just let it be quiet. I'll read a book or I just won't do anything. and I'll just eat my food. I think you just have to be in a place where you're so comfortable with that silence and yourself that you're okay with not really having stimulation or noise all the time. Because that can definitely be a huge distraction. My second last lesson for living alone that I've learned is to find the small things that will make you happy. And I really find this super important just in life in general. I think this really helps with my own mindset, but I think sometimes living alone, life can get pretty mundane if you're just working and then coming home and then sleeping and then going back to work. Like it can definitely get super repetitive, but one thing that I have found is just to enjoy little things, find small things that will make me happy. For me, that is lighting a candle and Also, just like every few weeks when I burn my new old candle to go out and find a new one to burn is like so exciting for me. Right now, I have this heart shaped candle that I bought last week. It smells like oranges and citrus. It's so nice. And just having that to look forward to and also look forward to lighting it in the like in my apartment is like so much fun. Another thing that I find really fun is cooking a good meal for myself. Like I said, I made mac and cheese this weekend. That was so enjoyable for me. That was the first time I did that in my new apartment. Making curry tonight, I'm looking forward to that because I know it'll be so much fun to make and just cooking a good meal that I will enjoy eating and it doesn't even have to be like for show. I don't have to post pictures about it just for me. And then lastly, another small thing that I really enjoy is just having my morning routine. You know, I wake up, get to read, get to journal. Just doing these things makes me so happy and I can't explain why. They're just little small things that I look forward to every single day. That is definitely like a whole nother episode where we can talk about how to change your mindset to be more positive and to find the small things in life. But I'll just leave it at that for now. I think that's one thing that really has helped me throughout living alone because sometimes living alone can get boring and can get kind of tedious and monotonous, but having these things to look forward to will make it a little bit better for you and also for me just makes me look forward to every single day. All right, my last lesson is you don't have to share your space. It's yours. Sometimes I feel like when you live alone, you feel a lot of pressure because for me at least, I'm the first out of my friends to live alone and have my own apartment and stuff like that. And I feel like sometimes I felt a lot of pressure with how I wanted to decorate my apartment. Like I was worried, oh, what if people don't like it the way that I want to? You know, my idea of not having a couch and just having a coffee table, that was kind of a little bit different. Not everyone does that. And I was always thinking like, oh, what if people don't like that idea and they don't want to come over and all that? That is not my issue because this is my own space. And also, one thing I want to say is don't feel pressure to have people over. Like like for me, for example... I'm the first of my friends to live alone in my own apartment. And sometimes, with that, if you have certain types of friends, they might be like, oh my God, let's go to your place and hang out, blah, 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 blah. blah. Luckily, my friends don't pressure me like that. But sometimes you can feel pressure to have to host people and have to invite people over. But just know that this is your space, you don't have to invite people. To come over if you don't want them to. Like you don't ever have to invite people over. Like it can just be your space and you don't have to feel like you feel pressured with all that. You know what I mean? So decorate your place how you like, furnish it how you like, and just do whatever you want because it is your own space and it's all your own choices and this is your life and I'm just here. So that's my last lesson. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you found something helpful with this episode and I hope all of you get a chance to live alone some point in your life because I feel like it has been quite life-changing for me. Like it's been a really positive experience and I really enjoy it and I think I, I can only hope that everyone feels the same way. Anyways, I'm going to continue onwards with my Sunday. Enjoy the rest of my day off as well as tomorrow. And I'll see you next week with another new episode of Over Easy. Bye.